Hey guys, welcome to Table Talks with Finance, where we're going to discuss, interview, and educate skills on financial literacy. Today, we're going to be covering the basics of credit. Credit is part of your financial power. It helps you to get the things you need now, like a loan for a car or a credit card, based on your promise to pay later. Working to improve your credit helps ensure you'll qualify for loans when you need them. So essentially, credit is just a way to borrow money. There's two main types of credit, installment loans, which could be student loans, auto loans, a loan to take out a business, or like a mortgage when you're buying a house. Another way is revolving credit, which is where you can keep using credit after you pay it off. You can make purchase with it as long as the balance stays under the credit limit, and this can change over time. This is usually seen with credit cards, and they're the most common type of revolving credit. So there are different types of credit cards. You can open them with different banks like JP Morgan, Chase, Bank of America. And you want to make sure you look at the pros and cons when choosing the right credit card for you. The biggest thing to probably look at would be interest rates, which is the cost of borrowing money. So lenders generally charge a certain percentage of the average daily balance of your account. This interest rate is applied to your outstanding balance on a monthly basis. Credit cards may have different interest rates for different types of activities like purchases or cash advances. So you have to make sure you read the fine print. It is essential to make sure that you pay back your credit card each month or else you're gonna have to keep paying the interest rates. And the problem with this is it can end up putting you in debt if you're unable to come back on the payments each month. With owning a credit card, you're gonna experience having different types of fees. There are six common types of fees, which are annual fees, transaction fees, balance transfer fees, late payment fees, over credit limit fees, and return item fees. Annual fees are similar to a membership fee. You are charged once per year just for having the card. Transaction fees are collected when a card is used for a cash advance. Balance transfer fees are fees you pay to transfer balances from one credit card to another. Late payment fees are charged if a payment is received after the due date. So this is very important because you don't want no late payment fees because that's just an extra fee you pay just because you didn't pay it on time. Over credit limit fees are assessed if your spending exceeds the credit limit set for your account. And your return item fees are charged if your payment is returned for insufficient funds. Now let's get into credit limits. With credit limits, it is the maximum balance you can have on your credit card. It's determined by your lender based on your previous credit history and income. Yeah, so to look at these credit reports, they look at the nationwide consumer reporting agencies, which calculate your credit score. This is used by lenders to determine your credit worthiness. So basically, they'll look at how you've paid back on loans in recent years in your credit. And if you have like a stable income and can pay back on it fairly quickly, they're more likely to give you a higher credit score and basically flag you as more trustworthy. If you're continually missing payments and not able to pay back on your credit card, you're gonna have to keep paying interest and that's gonna lose the banks and the issuers money. So they're gonna issue a lower credit score and they're not gonna find you as more trustworthy. It's gonna make it harder for you to make payments. So most likely, if you're checking your credit, you use either Equifax, TransUnion, or Experian. So your credit score basically ranges from 300 to 850, with 300 being very bad and 850 being perfect. Your credit report shows your payment history, either if it's on time, late, or missed for the past seven years. A longer healthy credit history can mean a higher score. For this reason, it can be beneficial to keep credit card accounts open even if you don't use it regularly and don't have a balance. So basically, having a credit score is very important because it can make a difference between you paying a high interest rate on a car, a home, or any type of property or thing that you would like to purchase using your credit card. So the trick is to keep a super high credit score because this will help you with big purchases. 
So starting out now, when you're 18 is when you first start getting your credit and you can start building it. To start building a good credit, you should first use your credit card as little as possible. But if you want to start building a long and healthy credit line, try and use your credit card a little bit here and there to where you can pay it off each month in affordable amounts. This will allow the credit card lenders to give you a higher credit score and show you more trustworthy. So down the line later in life, if you want to make those car payments, a mortgage, or you want to take out a loan for your business, you'll be able to be approved by the banks. So with that being said, it's good to open an account here and there to help establish a good credit score and pay off your payments. But if you open up too many new accounts in a short period of time, it can flag you and lower your credit score even temporarily. So with that being said, when using your credit, there's two types of inquiries. There's hard and soft. So when a lender or company requests to view your credit report as part of the loan application process, that request is recorded on your credit report. And that's a hard inquiry and it can actually impact your credit score. So like when going to a car dealership or taking out a mortgage, you want to make sure that they don't run your payment every time you go to the car dealership or else that's going to flag you and lower your credit history. On the other hand, soft inquiries occur when your credit report is reviewed when you're not looking to open new credit lines. Unlike hard inquiries, soft inquiries aren't considered by lenders when you're evaluating whether or not to loan you money. So like some quick examples of soft inquiries would be like a landlord running your credit checks when you apply to rent property or you accessing your own credit report just so you can monitor it. With this being said, it's always important to keep a good credit because it has many effects on your life. It can determine how a lender approves your new loans and the interest rates and fees that come with it. It can be reviewed by employers before they offer you a new job. It can be used by your landlord when deciding whether to rent to you. It can determine your student loan eligibility, including most private loans, which is important for many of us as we're probably gonna go to college. And it can also be reviewed by insurance companies when you apply for many types of insurance, including car or homeowner's insurance. Having this good credit means that you're able to make regular payments on time on each of your accounts until your balances are be able to pay it off in full. On the other hand, bad credit would mean that you have a hard time holding up your end of the bargain and kind of chip off the banks, which lowers your credit score. Now it's time to talk about bad credit. So negative information generally stays on your credit report for at least seven years. Late payments, bankruptcies, foreclosures, collections, and bankruptcies stay on your credit report for 10 years. The good news is bad credit can always be improved. Some tips to keep good credit or to even improve your credit is to always pay your bills on time, keep low balances on credit card, always monitor your credit report because you want to know what your finances is and you want to make sure you're staying low on your, on your spending. You want to avoid too many credit inquiries in a short period of time and always protect your finances. Keep your financial records in order and always watch for fraud and scams. So you basically, you want to make sure that you're always checking your account. You should be checking your account at least once a day because one full day is enough for somebody to do some damage to your account. So with that being said, we know that most of our audience are high school students. So one of the main types of credit and loans that you'll be taking out probably soon in your life will be student loans. Your student loan payments on time or missed are reported to all three nationwide consumer reporting agencies. Your servicer begins reporting on your loans immediately after disbursement. While you're in school, your payment amount displays as $0 and your account status displays either pays as agreed or current, meaning your account is in good standing. While you're in your grace period, your account status continues to, to display either pays as agreed or current. When um, making your payments, 
Once you begin repaying your student loans, your scheduled payments amount determined by your payment plan displays on your credit report. If payments are made on time each month, your student loan account continues to display pays as agreed or current. However, if you miss payments, like once they're late or missed, the Great Lakes can't remove it from your credit history unless there are extenuating circumstances or it's determined that you were in school in a deferment or in your grace period. If you miss too many payments, your loan can go into default. When this happens, the account status changes to claim has been filed with the government, and that status indicates that the account was paid by a government claim, resulting in a balance of zero dollars. Defaulting on a loan will kill your FICO score, and it makes it harder to be approved for new lines of credit later on in life. If this happens, you have to contact your servicer to learn about options for rehab of your loan to get your account back into good standing, which will get you back on track to improve your credit score. And very importantly, another big thing that we will be using throughout probably the rest of our life is credit cards. So basically, this is like a kind of like an easy breakdown of how a credit card works. So say you want to buy groceries. You pay with a credit card from whichever bank you choose, which could be Wells Fargo, JP Morgan, Chase, any of those. And then you basically, the bank pays the store for your groceries. Then the bank sends you the credit card bill, including the charges for your groceries. And then you pay your credit card bill. It's important that you pay your credit card bill every month because if you don't, your interest rate will go up and then you have to pay the interest rate, which is something that you should, want, you should not want to do. So this ties back into why it's important to have a good credit score. So to get a credit card, you obviously have to apply and then the bank checks your credit history. The company uses your credit history to decide if you even get the credit card and how much you'll pay for the card each month. My personal recommendation is when you're looking to get a credit card, go to like three different banks because you want to make sure you get the best deal you can possible for yourself. So to compare credit cards, you just have to look at these couple things. The first thing is the annual fee, which means how much you will pay to use a card for a year. The APR, which means the annual percentage rate. This is how much interest you pay every year, which means a lower APR means less interest, which means it costs you less money. You also want to look at the other fees, like how much it would be if the payment was late and what it will cost to go over your credit limit. And the grace period. The grace period is the time between when you spend money and when the car charges your, you interest. A longer grace period is better. Look for one that's at least 25 days long. With this being said, we emphasize that you always keep a high credit score. To do this, you can use your credit card a few times a month, buy things you can pay for that month, and pay the whole credit card bill every month. Try not to leave your balance on your card. So that wraps up today's educational episode today. Remember that to improve your credit history, it takes time. And also for more information about all these cool topics like like Credit 101, budgeting, and how to manage your debt, you can go to our website at financedmiami.com. Thank you guys for listening and hope you guys have a great day.